How are you? I'm good. I'm um well, I'm well surfed. We got some good oh. surf yesterday. We got to go. Got up and got out there early in the morning, came home, let the rubes out for a bit, hung out around the house, took a quick nap, packed oh. up the action van and head back out there and surfed again. Oh my gosh. Good for you. I know. I know. That's what it's like in our house in the summer. Well, <laughs> like, <clears throat> do, do the boys surf as well? They don't though. They have the hair for it. Um, okay. They, uh, they have not gotten into it. We have not pushed. Although this year we're probably going to require surf camp, mm. um, just because they should be around it. And um, we see this a lot with parents who surf. The kids are kind of like, eh. And then finally, like around 13, 14, they're like, well, a surfing's cool, and yeah. um, b we might as well do something while we're here. Right. <clears throat> right. Because we're going to the beach. Right. Because otherwise we're just sitting here and mm-hmm. eating whatever snacks we brought to the beach. Those run out because we've learned to pack light. <laughs> Smart. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, so sooner or later, we're just going to trap them into it. Um, there is a town uh, a little bit south of me called Port Washington. And for whatever, <laughs> apparently right by there's like a power plant there and right by like the intakes and stuff that's where everybody surfs in lake michigan and so you'll go there and it'll be people in like full wetsuits because the water is like 45 degrees and they're surfing out there yeah they're surfing whatever that intake thing is right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah That, that gives you a sense of what it is to be a surfer right like that right. gives them sense of it. Right. And, and um, in places where there aren't a lot of uh, waves and they have a lot of shipping, surfers will be boated out to get in the wake of um, container ships. Oh my God. I, th- that is literally giving me anxiety. And actually, you stay far enough away from them because the wake is so massive. Sure. Longboard wave. And so you get along like an eight or a nine foot board and you just go on a cruise and you can take you for miles. Oh my God. Um, if you catch the right one. And, you know, that's that's not for me. And I don't think I'd be surfing in 45 degree weather. But you also understand that surfing by its very nature, unless you're surfing like Michigan, puts you back in the food chain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which we have successfully been able to you know, pull ourselves off the menu right? Uh, as humans, but we jump right back in. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah. See, I have, I think it, I can't remember the name. I think it's like the last, the last or something, something like that, but it's mm-hmm. like fear of like dark water or fear of like the unknown in dark water. Yeah. Something like that. I listen, don't quote well, me. I, uh, I have a surefire cure for that. Okay. Which is to go surf in a place where you can actually see. Yes. Yeah. See, that's why I would not be out behind a container ship. No, no. Because that makes me No, no, no. What I'm saying is it's actually very scary 
you think it's fine. You think, you think, oh, if I could just see, then that would be fine. And then you start to notice things you can see in the water and you're like, oh shit. Oh, yeah. Like, like maybe you don't want to see. You don't know (laughs) because 99.9% of the time they leave you alone Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you don't know anything Mm -hmm. um, because they just mind their own business and they're not interested in us. Sure. Um, It's if, if you knew. Yeah. Never go back in. That's fair. That's actually really fair. Mm -hmm. But I'm also the idiot that's like, oh my God, there's like four tiger sharks off the coast right now. Like, cause you, you know, they have them chipped. Yeah. You could track them, but I'm also not surfing out there. So yeah. Yeah. yeah no difference. That's not, you don't want to see any of that. You just want to <laughs> just stay away. So how all. far out do you go? Like depends on where you surf, like okay. here in South Carolina, Folly, not far, you know, we're just, a few yards off of the the beach depending on the um depending on the tide um when we were in Kauai, and it depends on this whatever break you're on we paddled four or five hundred yards oh okay yeah to get out to the the good waves yeah, to where it's usually where there, where there's a reef where the reef is breaking breaking over the reef creating a you know some sizable wave. Okay. Tell me this. How did you get into surfing? Ashley said bucket list. I want to learn to surf. I want to take a surf lesson. And I was like, all right. And so we went out and what could have been the most brutally choppy, like just awful rain. Couldn't have been more horrible day with this crazy tweaker, um, like former meth addict surf instructor. Oh, okay. And, and we both loved it. And then we almost quite literally, we, I think it was a September day. Um, so we went and docked over November and December. We surfed a- every single day we could with this surf instructor. We, this another surf instructor that we found with this young guy named Dawson. Dawson. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, since surfing, I also have a friend named Dax now, which is uh, sort of comes with the kit. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so Dawson went out with us every, every single time. I mean, he was happy to make the money and we were sure. happy. With it. Mm-hmm. And it uh, didn't matter what the conditions were like. And essentially, f- we fast tracked what would take people a lot longer because it's really about being on the board mm-hmm. um, until we became quite proficient, which would be considered rather quickly. By like year three, we were surfing pretty well. Mm, now, okay. by year seven, you know, we're doing pretty, pretty, we, we're, we're, you can hold your own. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're not yeah, great. Yeah. I mean, sure. there are people who have been doing it for 20 years. So, mm-hmm. so when I was in high school, I had a math teacher um, who was obsessed with surfing. Mm-hmm. So he all all of the different ways that he explained math was through surfing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, angles of waves and things like that, like he would do that whole thing. And then I I just distinctly remember the best days were when you came in and you know the big box TV was up on the metal cart, mm-hmm. and like he would play surfing videos for us mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like that was my only exposure to surfing growing yeah. up but but it was pretty badass it was a cool I'm dude i'm gonna tell you 
there's nothing more badass than when you get on that wave and you're just experiencing that for a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, just the it's akin to going, oh, there's some wind coming. I'm gonna ride on that. <laughs> right. I'm gonna jump on that and just see yeah. what happens. You know? <laughs> and the, the idea that, you know, like here comes this wave, I'm gonna jump on it and I'm gonna make it ride me <laughs> over there. <laughs> You're reminding me of this hilarious time I had in um, uh, off Polly's Island um, with Victoria. It was me, Corey, Victoria, Louise. We're all playing in the waves. And like, I'm standing next to Louise. Victoria's on the beach with the babies. Um, and Corey is ahead of me. I'm six foot one. Corey is five foot six. <laughs> so um, the waves hit us differently. They do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And so he's ahead of me and I look and I'm, cause I'm, I'm like trying to hold a conversation with Luis while we're jumping the waves, whatever. And I look <laughs> and Corey is like two feet up <laughs> in the wave. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I look up and all I see is his head yeah. in the, in the crest of the wave. Sure. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> it just goes over Luis and I, and I just like, I'm picturing his fucking face in the wave. And this probably isn't funny to anybody else, but <laughs> no. yeah. Uh, okay. yeah yeah it's um, a big one no kidding <laughs> we can see thanks for the warning how are you are you okay did you did you land that one yeah see that got away from him he was out there body surfing thinking, you know what i'm gonna catch one of these yes that's exactly did. right yeah. that's exactly right Man, fucking kooks land him. Oh my god! <laughs> Didn't it? It got him real good. It yeah, because because it, it was a big one. That's <laughs> a big one. <laughs> Just out all you see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, typically, what ends up happening is you're like, got to do that again. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. He would. There's nothing Corey loves more than like playing in the waves in the ocean. So he mm-hmm. he would be out there for hours if he could. So, um, he'd probably be good at surfing too. Cause he's short, right? Like low center of gravity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it tends to be a little bit easier, you know, depending on the yeah. equipment that you're riding and all that, but, yeah. uh, yeah, like surfers are ten, tend to be a little bit smaller, a little bit leaner. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one out of two, ain't bad. <laughs> your ideal build for board for an orangutan, your lanky tall body. Isn't the ideal? Well, you know, I'm not tall, but I'm. Um, You're five ten. That's tall. Five ten, five eleven, five ten, five eleven, and I'm in that place of like, but my shoulders are, you know, sort of they. I look almost as wide as I am tall. Okay. Okay. And, I see. And so, and then based on the fact that I was born with no hips, um, to speak of, that's true. <laughs> I, 
I'm trying to recall the last time I was in the same room with you, but truly yeah. I did not. I hide it well. I put a belt on just to pretend like they're there, but they're not. <laughs> it's the illusion it's that the counts. the illusion of, yeah, yeah. It's okay. I like to make the illusion that I have an ass, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just got that. Yeah. Crack to back scenario happen. Oh, 100%. It is. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's a, it's a wasteland back there. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. It's just dystopian. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's made a video game about what's going on back there. <laughs> it is post-apocalyptic. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So welcome to Not Your Mama's Therapy. Not <laughs> Your Mama's Therapy right? So amazing. So good. Um, I am Sarah Card, and I'm here with Lair Torrent, who is That's a right. licensed marriage and family therapist. You're correct. Um, I am just sort of a dabbler of therapy. <laughs> I would say you're an enthusiast. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Therapy enthusiast. You are. You have lots of questions. I do have a lot of questions. You have a lot of questions about the process, mm-hmm. about the mind. You mm-hmm. have a lot of great questions about the spirit, soul, mm-hmm. uh, connection uh, mm-hmm. between self and other. Mm-hmm. And you like to, to uh, ask them often with a little humor, which that's the thing that drew me to you as the co-host of, of this Yet another podcast. Yet another podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one, I, I can feel it though. It's going to rise above. It's going to be a hit. Okay. But yeah, let's talk about, let's set the tone. Okay. Set, the, set the tone for what people can expect from us because, um, you know, we've, we've done some YouTube videos. Yes. And in the process <laughs> of doing those YouTube videos, and if you want to find us, we're not your mama's therapy on YouTube. Um, but we've done a few of those videos and we learned in doing those videos that maybe just maybe we should be a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, mainly because you will find, we go off on a lot of tangents, tons of them. Um, we also surfing. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, is, is that original to you? I heard it. I'm going to say it is. I'm going to say it is. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take Let's copyright it. Okay. We decided, all right, we have a lot of length to our conversations. We have a lot of meat to it. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of laughs usually. Mm-hmm. So why not turn this into something that people can listen to as they're roaming the grocery store or mm-hmm. driving mm-hmm. to work? So yeah, so we decided that we we're going to do this podcast. And in the process of doing this pro- podcast, we realized... Thanks to Ashley, who is my wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gave us some clues into, hey, you guys are talking like your besties, but not actually cluing people in to <laughs> what yeah, you're nice even talking about. It's not working. Yeah. 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 She's we really nice drive. about it, though. Yeah. 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 So here we are trying to start fresh and give everybody some clues into who we are, how we came together and why we have this podcast and what we're doing and what we're doing. I should probably also say that 
a big part of this was I was trying to figure a way to create some sort of online presence for the work that I was doing with couples in particular mm -hmm. uh, in my practice with couples. And um, <clears throat> I penned a book deal a little while back and um, I wanted to start getting these thoughts, these ideas out there. And my original plan was to just do, you know, me speaking to camera about the different sort of aha moments of the day or the, the things that I thought might help couples. And what I found was, is that was incredibly boring, uh, both for me and for anyone who was probably going to watch it and it wouldn't have legs. And it made me think of you and the back and forth and the banter that you and I tend to have. And I thought, well, what a great combination that might be to put this together so that we could have a little fun, um, play off of one another, but also tackle some of the issues that not just couples face, but people face in general. And also some of the questions that people might have about therapy, getting a therapist. We call it not your mama's therapy because it's a little bit different. There's going to be humor. There, there's going to be dark humor from time to time. It's going to be irreverent. Um, but also it's it's because it's a new approach to the therapeutic process. I think the book that I've written about couples is a new approach. Um, and I would like to be able to talk about therapy and um, therapy process from perhaps a different perspective. A friend of mine a while back said, you know, you should do something that's, you know, not for everybody, not, you know, not, the, not for, the, for the typical therapy client, for, for he, as he said, for normal people. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but dovetailing off of those ideas was sort of the, uh, the, 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 the stew for, for creating this. And so here we are. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about therapy. You're going to ask a bunch of questions and I'm going to talk about things in the book, things, things that are not in the book. And hopefully we are able to deliver a lot of really good information for people who want it. Yeah. Yeah. And through the process, you'll, you'll learn a lot about us as people, mm -hmm. as human beings navigating this world. You know, you'll, you'll hear some players, like, for example, I'll be talking about Corey a lot. He's my husband, um, mm -hmm. lucky him, might so I add, lucky. so yeah, lucky. Have volunteered him and his, all of his personal stuff for Everything. our podcast. Yeah, yeah. He's really lucky to have this shared with the world. He's so lucky that you're so wide open. <laughs> That's yeah. You know what? <laughs> he, it's funny. He said that to me last night. He said that to me last night. So yeah. Yeah. just how wide open I was. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oh no. Oh, uh, he's, this is, that is the exact moment he clicks. Stop. <laughs> how do I undownload a podcast? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, different players in my life, my mom, my dad, but that's all the same stuff. And then dogs. my dogs, my dogs are my kids. Um, but you have real kids, real human children. I do. They're awful. <laughs> it's just terrible. No. I like it. They just undownloaded the podcast yeah. as well. Yeah. They're like, this is for their therapy years down the line. <laughs> They're going to need it with a parent like me. Oh man. Yeah. 
if, if with all the work that you do, if you can't get it right, everybody's screwed with their kids. Oh, listen, I'm I'm hanging on by the skin of my teeth. With kids, <laughs> I wasn't trained for that shit. <laughs> and they're making it up as they go. They're throwing stuff at me left and right that I have to like. I'm weaving. I'm bobbing. I'm dodging. The fuck was that? Who does that? Why would anybody choose to do that? Right? Uh, Constantly shaking my head. But I'm supposed to be, you know, wide open and magnanimous and mm -hmm, all mm -hmm. of the things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I'm seething on the inside and I want to strangle both of them. <laughs> it's uh, like running a small penal colony. <laughs> But you've, you, we've got to talk about your latest addition as well, Ruby. Sweet, sweet Ruby. She's the only one who understands me. <laughs> I tell them all she's my favorite of the three. <laughs> it's a, uh, we, she, we, ju we just got her back. She's from, from the vet. She had her checkup, her six-month checkup. She is six months of legs um, and head. She is now uh, almost 60 pounds. Oh my God. So, yeah. She's a big one. I, so <clears throat> I had never seen a Rhodesian Ridgeback in real life until mm -hmm. I, every now and again, I'll take my dogs specifically Moo because it keeps her like socialized. Mm -hmm. Um, Moo Moo is my great Dane. One of my great Danes. Yeah, I'll take her to, yeah, I'll take her to Lowe's. And while I was at Lowe's, there was a Rhodesian Ridgeback there. Yeah. And that dog was just about as big as Moo. Mm -hmm. So you're, yeah, you're in for it. Yeah, she's big. She's yeah, gonna big. she's gonna be a big girl. Dogs. It's a huge dog. Do you want to talk about our history? Should we cover that in this podcast as well? Sarah, you know, you came to see me for what would be considered very a very brief stint. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many sessions we actually did. Um. So to give you guys a backstory on on our relationship, that's what that's what it ended up being. It was a very short, uh, albeit powerful, um, <laughs> time for you. I could tell it was for me. Let me speak for you, not so um, much you, Sarah. You were essentially a client for a minute, mm -hmm. and I think the duration of the time we spent together, the short duration of the time we spent together, was one of the things that made this uh, an okay relationship. This sort of outside the therapy box sort of relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and you and I discussed it and mm -hmm. talked about uh, how that would feel. Yeah, I think we had three sessions, if I'm okay. counting correctly, mm -hmm. um, and a couple phone conversations. Right. For me, especially, like, it was the first mm -hmm. time that I had walked into a therapist's office and they gave me their actual unfiltered thoughts about what I was telling them. So for example, if I told you something like about my dad or whatever, you were like, well, that's bullshit. You know, <laughs> right. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like it encouraged me to be myself. It encouraged me to have open and honest conversations, but it also opened the door for my sense of humor to start like mm -hmm. <laughs> coming out because I know that's good because I know I was editing mine. <laughs> Not at all. And 
so, you know, we, we talked, you gave me so much good information and you gave me a lot of good places to go. Um, but you also like, there was also obviously, you know, a, 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 a friendship that was starting between us Mm -hmm. that I was like, this guy's cool. I don't want to like not talk to this fucking dude (laughs) just because I'm not going to his office. And then we, you started talking about your idea. You had mentioned this already, um, about how, you know, we, you had wanted to do sort of videos or something like that, talking about your practice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, bro, I'm in marketing. Let's fucking do this. (laughs) So you know, that sort of started the wheels turning and now I get free therapy. True. I get to take all those questions that you talked about when you were describing me earlier, which was very nice. Um, I get to bring all of those questions that I would normally text you and not pay for the answers for and get them. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I've been duped. Honestly, I'm yeah. sorry you're just figuring it out now. <laughs> well, you know, that's I don't know if we want to dovetail off of this, but that 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 brings into the into question the idea of normalization. When someone comes in and you really normalize their experience and I think we don't pay enough attention to that. Mm-hmm. That sometimes we need to have our stuff heard and to have someone say, "Holy shit." that's fucked up Mm -hmm. or I, you know, that sense of normalizing it, that that's a really important aspect of therapy. I would do couples workshops uh, in New York uh, back in the day. And while people would say, I would, you know, of course, everything that they learned from me was wonderful. um, They would also say that one of the most powerful aspects of the, the process that they got was normalization through seeing other people suffering as they were suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's part of that to say to somebody, you know, yeah, that is fucked up or um, to tell them that they're, that, yeah, to validate their feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do think like it, it was part of my process and the things that I needed. And it was part of, um, you know, wanting to, like, I needed somebody to validate that shit was fucked up. And, and maybe that was part of why we didn't need to have a super long relationship as therapist client, because I, I needed the validation. I needed the practices, you know, and then I just kind of needed a sale and some wind to start pushing me in the right direction, so to speak. Let me also say that you were and are currently, um, of sound mind and uh, of emotion, of, of high emotional intelligence. I don't think, uh, well, I know that I wouldn't do this with everyone, um, even with a short duration of the-, of, of the uh, You better uh, fucking not do this with everybody. <laughs> I mean, sound mind, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. You're someone who uh, obviously, uh, has the has done has done her own work uh, personally, and um, understands what this relationship is and what that relate and the, the difference between that and this, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so we could navigate this um, in a way a healthful way that um, yeah that no uh, lines are getting crossed or uh, nothing's going to leave you feeling badly in the long run. 
I don't think. We'll see. Who knows? This could get you pretty quick. Give it time. Give it time. Right. <laughs> well, and I think, um, you know, as we're doing these podcasts, you know, most of our main episodes will be around questions that people typically ask with therapy. It'll be around your experiences as a therapist. It'll be around the practices. Um, and I think there'll also be little episodes where, you know, maybe we just go off on tangents about monkeys or maybe that'll happen. It'll happen. Or maybe there'll be a, you know, just because we're no longer therapist client in that sort of official relationship doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you don't sometimes help me find my way again. And, you know, um, I like to think that if you ever need something that I was good at, you'd come to me. Um, and so I come to you cause I know it's what you're good at. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes we might have little episodes where you're helping me work through some shit or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe there'll be an episode where I teach you how to upload on Instagram, you know, it, who knows, who knows what these episodes <laughs> I just, I feel like an old codger when you say that. <laughs> that was the intention. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> well played. <clears throat> so that's who we are. That's who we are. That's, that's not your mama's therapy. That's what you're tuning in for each week. There'll be conversation. There will be learning. Mm -hmm. There will hopefully be some laughter. We will dispense with the opaque shield of therapy. Yes. Yes. Which I think I really truly think is what this world needs a little bit of, because there are a lot of people that need therapy that aren't getting therapy for one reason or another. Maybe they're scared. Maybe they haven't found the right therapist. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe therapy for them is not sitting in an office with another person. Maybe it's listening to a podcast and learning on their own or reading books or whatever. So, um, I, I like to think that we're, we're, we're a different brand, but we're still, uh, helping people. Well, and I've, since I opened my practice and since I got involved in this, I've tried to, I thought of myself in just that way that, um, definitely a different brand. Um, one of my clients brought his dad in as sort of like a little family therapy session. And his dad, who was, you know, in his seventies, he says, and he asked his dad on the way out, he said, well, what'd you think of that? And he goes, well, it was a hell of a lot less formal than I thought it would be. Um, and I thought that encapsulated my practice, right? Yes. Like, I'm a real person. And um, the idea of the fully analyzed therapist is a thing of the past. That's not a thing. Um, you know, I, I like to tell my clients and they're often surprised when I say that I'm like, trust me, you can't see it, but there's scaffolding up all over me here. All right. I'm still doing my work and it, it kind of goes along the lines of don't ask a client to walk a path. You're not willing to walk yourself. And so I like to tell my clients that and I'll use that term a lot. I like to tell my clients, uh, that, um, I am as best I can walking my own path to healing and, and processing my shit. And, um, and I, I will do this work from a very humanistic lens and sometimes it'll be fucking funny. Um, we can't just, if you go to a movie and it's all just 
drama all the time, it's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Or if it's, you know, all just depressing all the time that, that a book you're reading depressing the whole, the whole from page to page. Eh. And they teach me and teach us an acting class. You know, you have to give the character arc and a place to go. Mm-hmm. And I kind of think about my therapy sessions the same way, like give it a little room to go. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to let the client come up and take a breath of, the, uh, of air and then go back into the depths. Mm-hmm. Um, and so therapy can kind of exist as the nervous system should, sort of a model of the nervous system. The, the nervous system, and I'm using my hand now, moving it straight up and down, shouldn't be a spike and then a total dip and a spike and a total dip. It should be a meandering sort of up and down a comfortable sort of hilly experience. There's some lows and some highs, but nothing too dramatic. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully your therapy or my therapy sessions exist like that too, mm-hmm. um, where we can have uh, um, some depth diving, but also maybe a few laughs in the, in, in the process as well. Yeah. And that's how I survive mm-hmm. life, honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> is I need to come up. Mm-hmm. I got to come up a little bit. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I always felt that way in your in your sessions for sure. Like just being able to like hit some heavy shit and then we'll laugh about stupid stuff that <laughs> how we even get on these tangents, you don't know. But we're you there. Don't. I do. I actually do know. Do you? It's you. You're right. Yeah, you're the problem. I'm one hundred percent the problem. I'm trying to keep things on track. You're right. I've got fifty minutes to get through this. <laughs> and that's yeah. I, I, you know, I'm laughing, but it's 100% true. Like it's 100% true. I, I, because I distinctly remember you being like, are you, are you laughing because you're trying not to talk about this <laughs> like, or something like that? And I'm like, right. you know what? I, can you go fuck yourself? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're using humor, humor to deflect. I'm laughing here. Okay. Yeah. That's all we need to know. Just enjoy the funny. Right. Exactly. Um, so I, I think that is the perfect measure for what people can expect from this podcast. I, I, this is, I think people too are afraid of therapy Yeah, yeah. and um, they don't want to be tossed in that bin of people who go to therapy, who need help. I mean, listen, we aren't all that far away from, especially guys who don't, wouldn't, wouldn't stop. This is before Siri, obviously wouldn't stop to ask for directions would prefer just to get lost in totality rather than ask anyone for help. And, you know, asking for help is often synonymous with weakness. And I would hope that conversations like the ones we intend to have would sort of take the stigma off of it for anyone listening Mm-hmm. That it doesn't have to be a painful process. That doesn't, I mean, well, it is a painful process. It doesn't have to be a process to be afraid of. That mm-hmm. some of that pain is good pain and pain that needs to happen to needs to be looked at, mm-hmm. needs to be processed and gone through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be scary if you have the right person walking you through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I think if there's one thing I've learned um, from all the therapists that I've seen is find the right one. Mm. Uh, you don't have to feel obligated to somebody if they're not the right person for you. Like if you are finding as you're listening to this podcast, like you like Lair's vibe that works for you, find a therapist that practices similarly, right? 
I mean, sure. and they're never going to find you. No, listen, they broke the mold, right? That's exactly right. But they might find someone who kind of scratches. Yeah, maybe. Gently. One of a kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, as you say that, I'm thinking to myself, anyone who is staying in therapy because they don't want to disappoint their therapist, that's pr- primarily why they should be in therapy. Yes. Right. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. You shouldn't bring that in. Like I'm staying in the therapy only because I want to make sure you're not, your feelings aren't hurt. Yes. And Listen. then watch the therapy take root if they're good. <laughs> I mean, that'll be a real way to kick it off. Why do I feel so attacked right now? <laughs> I don't know. Let's talk about your need to appease. Okay. Uh, and on next episode. <laughs> Isn't that great? In your position, you can just be like, and I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just mm-hmm. ending the recording now. Mm-hmm. Time's up. <laughs> Where are the time? Um, so you can, uh, we will post podcasts every week. Uh, we also have our NYM therapy on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we'll probably be posting a lot more on Instagram than Twitter, but you know, Every now and again, we'll just send out a tweet here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, if you want to see us, we have a few videos on YouTube. Yeah. You want to see, get the flavor of what's going on. That was just sort of a teaser. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Because we want to show people how hot we are. Fantastically. <laughs> just. <laughs> Holy really? smokes. Yeah. Faces for radio. It, listen. I sometimes watch our videos without pants on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. Just me and my microphone. So yeah, follow along, rate, subscribe, review, all of those things as you're listening to us. We appreciate it. You can also submit questions mm-hmm. uh, at notyourmamastherapy at gmail.com. And not hotmail, huh? Not hotmail. Not hotmail. That's for your PayPal. That's not for <laughs> our show. I, I revealed to Sarah that I had a Hotmail account. At one, I still have one. It's sort of my junk Hotmail or my junk email account that I, you know, I subscribe to things through that one. But I have another one and she still doesn't let me forget it, that I Never. have a Hotmail account. So notyourmamastherapy at gmail.com is where you can ask questions. What I, so I typically am the one who is looking at those, mm-hmm. who's checking the Gmail um, so that. I can ask Lair those questions blind. So he doesn't know they're coming and we can just sort of get his off the cuff. Yeah. Keep him on toes and um, answer these questions off the cuff. I think that's uh, super helpful and it gives people a more authentic experience when you feel like someone's not rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously if you were in session with somebody, you don't know what they're going to ask you. You don't nope. know what's going to come at you. So no try to sort of mimic that. So feel free to send questions, comments, anything like that. we're happy to people say again, keep it clean. Well, I mean, I'll let it fly. Listen, I'm, I'm there for a good time. Yeah. So 
if you send if you're sending me boring shit to that gmail address i might block you she might send it straight to my hotmail that's exact you know what that's that is what i'm gonna do (laughs) it just can you believe this that's the only subject line forward right get it lost in the annals of your hotmail (laughs) 